You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into this Q&A episode of The Pregnancy Podcast. You can visit PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash Q&A to find all of the past question and answer episodes or to submit a question for a future episode. Show notes for this episode can be found at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash one page birth plan. Today's episode is sponsored by Aeroflow. Aeroflow is a company that helps you get a breast pump through your health insurance. There can be some hoops to jump through to get a breast pump through your insurance, but Aeroflow does all of this for you and they make it so easy. All you need to do is fill out a quick form that takes just a minute or two, and then they will contact your health insurance company and work out all the details. They're going to get in touch with your doctor or midwife and get the paperwork that they need from them. And then they're going to get in touch with you to help you choose the right breast pump for your needs. To get this started, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash breast pump. This week, I am responding to an email that I've received from Karis. Her email reads, Hi, Vanessa. First, I would like to say that I love your podcast, and I'm so grateful for the clear and informative way that you explain everything. I'm 20 weeks pregnant with my first child and have found the pregnancy podcast to be an invaluable source of wisdom that I didn't know I needed. I'm contacting you because I'm having a really hard time narrowing down my birth plan to the bare necessities. I purchased your book and it has been super helpful, but I am still well over a page and a half using the template that you provided. I'm not criticizing your template at all. On the contrary, it's been the only thing that has kept me from having a nervous breakdown about planning my birth. I do realize that it is a bit early for me to be too concerned with getting this all sorted out. Thank you again for the amazing podcast and your willingness to help pregnant women everywhere to be prepared and make the best decisions possible for our children. Karis, thank you so much for your email and for your kind comments. I do recommend that you limit your birth plan to one page for several reasons. First, a doctor, nurse, or midwife is going to appreciate one page a lot more than they're going to appreciate a stack of papers or several pages. There are some care providers that are not big fans of you having a birth plan, which is extremely unfortunate, and I'm going to spare you my rant on that. It's a lot easier for someone who may not be thrilled about being handed a birth plan to just have one page. Plus, a single page that's going to be a well-written birth plan is going to tell them that you put a lot of thought and energy into this. You didn't just pull a list of a bunch of things that you found on the internet. Another reason that I recommend that you cut your birth plan down to one page is it's really going to allow you to focus on what's really important to you. You may be able to fill up five pages with things that you want or don't want during your birth, but spreading out your attention over that many things isn't going to be as effective as really narrowing down your focus on a shorter list. With all of this said, I know that it can be really difficult to cut it down to one page. If you have seen copies of the actual birth plans that I used when I had my son, I had one plan for the birth center that we were planning on having the birth at. 
and I had a second plan in the event that we ended up in the hospital. The hospital birth plan that I wrote went over one page. At the time that I wrote it, I felt like everything on there was important enough that it needed to stay. If I were to rewrite that birth plan today, I personally wouldn't go over one page, but back at the time that I wrote it, I was okay with it. If you have not seen my birth plans and you want to get free copies of those, you can request that via email at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash birth plan. Keep in mind, of course, my preferences may not be the same as yours, but it could give you a good idea of how a birth plan could be structured and worded. Karis, are there maybe some things that you have in your birth plan that are already in alignment with your care provider's routine practice that maybe don't need to be mentioned? For example, if you want delayed cord clamping and it's your doctor or midwife's practice to delay and not clamp the cord immediately, you might be able to take that part out. Although the flip side of that is that if another doctor or midwife ends up attending your birth, this could be something that you want to keep in your birth plan because you really want to make sure that they're aware of that. I'm sure that you've done this, but I would try reading through it and seeing if there are things that are mentioned that aren't really necessary. An example of this would be if maybe you want to have access to a birthing ball during your labor. This is something that's going to come up early on in your labor when you're more likely to be aware of everything in your surroundings. And that would just be a quick request to a nurse to ask for a birthing ball. So it's probably something that you could take out of your birth plan. You can also condense related items into one sentence or one paragraph. For example, maybe you mention something about erythromycin and vitamin K for your baby. You might be able to combine those two things into one sentence rather than having two separate sentences. I do not recommend altering margins and spacing and font size too much, although this could fix your issue if you are just barely over a page, but you want to make sure that you do have decent margins and a font size that is legible. So if you screw with the formatting too much to make it fit on one page, it's going to be obvious that you're squeezing way more than one page of text onto a single page. Karis, also, have you had your partner read this to see if they see anything that could be cut out? Or have you reviewed this with your doctor or midwife yet? There may be some things on your birth plan that don't need to be included, and your care provider can be a huge help in assisting you with that. This is a key part of your birth plan. You have to make sure that your doctor or midwife are on the same page, and you don't want to wait until you are in labor to bring this up. The last thing that I want to mention is that you're at 20 weeks, so you still have some time to go. I do think that it's awesome that you are working on this now, but your plan may evolve as you learn more over the course of the next few months. Maybe you say, okay, I have an excellent draft right now, and I'm going to review it every month to see how I feel about it and see if I need to make any changes. And you might find it easier to just take a break from working on it right now and revisit it in a week or a couple weeks. Overall, the recommendation to limit it to one page is just a suggestion. And if you feel like you really cannot take anything out, I would move the more critical stuff to the top 
and then let it go to two pages. Remember, this is your birth plan. And ultimately, it needs to be a plan that you are really confident in. And if it needs to be more than one page, then it needs to be more than one page. I will put a couple links in the show notes to check out the Your Birth Plan book, which is a step-by-step guide to creating the birth experience you want. And you also get access to a template that you can download and customize. And there's also sample plans for everything from a home birth to a planned cesarean. And you can check that out at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash your birth plan. And if you want to see copies of the actual birth plan that I used when I had my son, you can request a free copy via email at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash birth plan. Karis, I really hope that you find this episode helpful. And I have no doubt that you will be so prepared by the time that you go into labor. And I'm sure that you will figure this all out and get your birth plan really narrowed down to the important things that you want to focus on. You can see any notes and resources for this episode at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash one page birth plan. I hope that you are liking the Q&A episodes. And if you have a question that you want me to answer, you can submit it at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash Q&A. You can find me on Twitter at pregpodcast. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram under Pregnancy Podcast. And you can join the Pregnancy Podcast Facebook community to connect with some other expecting parents and share specifics about what you are going through during your pregnancy and planning for your birth. If you haven't already signed up with Aeroflow to get a breast pump through your health insurance, what are you waiting for? Even though your insurance may not cover the pump until closer to your due date, you can cross this item off your list and get started with Aeroflow at any time during your pregnancy. To get started, it literally just takes a minute or two of you filling out a really quick form and Aeroflow will get to work for you. To get this started, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash breast pump. <laughs>